Hi, I'm Wendy Francis, nutrition therapist, emotional eating expert, and entrepreneur. I've helped countless people overcome their obsession with food and weight. Isn't it time you overcame what you had become and ignite who you were meant to be? Your time to become an overcomer starts now. I'm like 10 days in on day 10 in the program with Dr. Kells. I've done many programs before where I lose 40 pounds and over time I gain it back and then, you know, I just yo-yo back and forth. So starting this one, I am hopeful, but I still have a lot of doubt and fear of the what ifs it doesn't stay off, if I don't stick to it, that type of thing. Where's a good place to start, like if I'm journaling or asking myself questions, where's a good place for me to start to deal with that fear? Oh, that is an amazing question. Thank you for bringing that up. So one way, and there's a, there's a number of ways that we can deal with fear, right? One way you've identified an excellent component that a lot of people skip over is kind of like, how do we feel at the beginning of a process? And so when we feel fearful, right? So we, we can feel hopeful and fearful at the same time. You're identifying both. So one thing you can do, it's a great exercise to do. The first part, don't do in a journal. Then you're going to translate it to a journal. I'll tell you why in a second. On a piece of paper, you're going to write down the what ifs, all the what ifs you've got in your mind. Put a timer on your phone for five minutes. Usually doesn't take longer than that. After five minutes, most people start to cycle back through to the same fear. What if I don't keep it off this time? What if she makes fun of me again? What if, you know, what if I, what if I feel like a failure? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? Write them all down on a piece of paper. Then, in your journal, move it to the what so. So, what's the truth? How is it? So, the truth goes in the journal. So, you address each what if with a truth, the what, what I call the what so, the what so. So, how is it different this time? How are you different this time? So, here's where it's an easy catch for like an obstacle management. If you go, what if I can't meal prep? I don't know, I'm just throwing something out. What if I can't meal prep? And then the truth of it is you go to the what so or the truth and you go, oh, well, I still can't meal prep. Okay, well, there you have an obstacle. If, if that's really needed for your success, then there's the obstacle. Then you've got to brainstorm on solution management with that part. That's the cognitive part of letting go of fear, writing down your what ifs and addressing them. How are you different? How's the plan different? How's this time in your life different? Maybe your support systems are different. Your environment's different. What's different? If there are things that are exactly the same, well, there's your obstacle, and then you've got to find a solution to that. That's the cognitive part. Second, whenever you're dealing with fear, get some support, get some things to listen to that can be supportive. So you can listen to the Overcoming Emotional Eating podcast. There's almost 300 of them now on my website or Apple Podcasts. There's a number of ones on fear, fear of success, fear of failure. Start to identify what it is for you. Which one is it? Is it fear of being successful or is it fear of failing again 
or is it both? It, believe it or not, it's both. <laughs> yes, that's what I, I know. It sounds strange, but it's both. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's both, right? How do you know it's both? Because I'm also trying to run three businesses, and so I have that in the back of my mind. I have that fear of failing because so many businesses do. Then I have the fear of success because what do I do then? <laughs> so on both sides, I've just, I've, I just over my life, you know, I'm 55 now, and just at different times, I've had those similar thoughts. Mm -hmm. Got it. So let me ask you a question, if you don't mind. Sure. So one of your fears around success is, is what happens next if I succeed? Is that correct? Correct. Do you have an answer to that? The positive sides are if I, quote, unquote, succeed by my own standards, which means I'm not struggling financially and I'm not dealing with employees that I have a better way of communicating. So then my answer would be, oh, that means I found solutions financially. I found solutions with my leadership. I found solutions. So even though they're all positive, I still sometimes find myself trapped in, but what if I don't become a better leader? What if I don't communicate clearly? What if I do have employees that keep quitting or whatever the example is? Got it. Okay. So is there a way that you can address those fears? The answer should be yes. <laughs> I'm sure there is a way. Probably okay. just taking more time, just more time to think and process. I think you think too much. <laughs> I don't know you that well yeah. at all. So please, because I blurted that out, you are totally welcome to like slap me on the hand and say, no, that's not true. I don't think enough. I don't know you. But just sure. in the little bit of time that I spent listening to you, I think you mm -hmm. think too much. I would rather see you think less and be in the moment more. Okay. <laughs> I would recommend a converse to you. So. That's why I gave you that five-minute timer at the beginning, because after that five minutes, you don't write any more what-ifs. What you need okay. to do is contain your fear. That's why your fear is going both directions. Your fear is like, okay, do you have any children? I have three stepchildren. They're all adults and four granddaughters under the age of three. Perfect. Anybody ever play with slime? Say that again? Did anybody ever make slime? Oh, make slime. No, but I've seen it made. Got it. I have three children. They're older now. Okay. But did you ever put slime on the edge? Well, maybe because you haven't had it in your house. If you ever put slime on the edge of a desk or kitchen island, over the okay. course of the evening, it oozes onto okay. the floor, onto the shoes that might be on the floor. I lost a good pair of shoes. Onto the tile. <laughs> If there's rug there, it will ooze to the rug. Okay. <laughs> it's like this weird goop. <laughs> and the reason why I'm mentioning that is because your fear is like that too. Many okay. people did. This is not just you right. at all. But fear is like slime. It just oozes and it oozes into the next thing and the next thing. So what we have to do is take that slime, kind of ball it back up and go, okay, I know it's here. Let me see what it's about, and then for you, just from what I'm hearing, you go through the cognitive aspect, but for you then, 
you need to use your unconscious more. Mm -hmm. I'll talk about that in a second. You need to use your unconscious more and you need to stay in the moment more. So when that fear starts to come in, you got to take that when that slime starts to ooze. You got to take the slime, put it back in the little in a little case, and put it on the side of you and keep working. Starts to ooze again, put it back in the case, put it next to you. It doesn't mean it's going to go away, but it means it's contained. Got it. Right. It's not to stop the emotion; it's to contain it, because right. fear will ooze into every part of your life, from weight loss to career, and you you know to to personal to marriage mm-hmm. to children. I mean. Fear is like that. It just loses everywhere. Mm-hmm. So that would be one thing. For you, it would be enormously beneficial to do a vision of where you want to go. Okay. Have you done that? I did write out a basic one, and I did see it was mostly business-oriented as opposed to my weight-oriented because I think I was avoiding the weight the weight part of it. So I would love for you, because you're so cognitive, to Mm -hmm. use neural imaging. So for you, just based on what I'm hearing, and again, this is my first time, like I've never talked to you before, but I get the feeling, and I trust my feelings now after I've been doing this for 30 years, I get the feeling that you do things a lot in black and white, which is great for prefrontal cortex, but we've got to bring your amygdala in. So I kind of talked about on the call tonight, but we've got to bring that emotion behind it because the emotion is really what sets us free from fear. The vision, right? So that emotion will bust through fear. Gratitude busts through fear. It just does. Like you can't hold gratitude and fear at the same time. You, sure. you can't. You can't be grateful and fearful. Two things that don't go hand in hand, right? So visuals allow us really to stay out of fear and into that next realm. So what's the visual of a successful business look like for you? And it can be based on emotion and it can be symbolic. You know, some people like to, you know, the other caller was talking about, you know, can I put an old picture of me up where I was the weight that I want to be? Sure. But you can also, I'm just going to go kind of, a little bit more extreme here, but you can also put, like, let's just say a picture of a gazelle, because in my new body, I'm going to be able to leap like a gazelle and feel free like that, or I'm going to feel okay. free like a bird, or, you know, or maybe there's a mountain that you've always wanted to hike, and you put that mountain up, and you put yourself on the mountain. Mine would be the beach. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and so if you were thinking about your beach, and I'm sure mm-hmm. there's a certain beach that comes up for you in your mind, certain place. Most people have, like, certain beaches that they're more attached to. Yeah. If you think about yourself on that beach, what would you be doing and or how would it feel on that beach? Right. I feel peaceful because I just did it today. So that's why I know I feel grateful. I feel good. I feel creative. I take pictures of the seashells at a lower angle so it catches the sun behind it because I'm an artist. Mm -hmm. So there's all that. So it is very emotional. That's when I'm at peace. That's where I, you know, am blessed and feel thankful and thank God for the opportunity to be here and, you know, go through that whole thing. So I definitely can visualize. I just don't think I do it enough. Yeah. So when you were talking to me about that, Right, and you were in your mind 
see the mm-hmm. seashells with the sunset behind them. In your mind, see the ocean or the beach where you're, you know, where you're thinking of, right? Mm-hmm. You're using that. Yeah. Okay. Can you see it? Yes. Do you feel any fear? No. That's the visual I want all around you all the time. I want it on your phone. I want it on your computer. I want it all around you so that when that slime starts to ooze back into your life, you contain it, you put it aside, and you look at the picture or the pictures. Yeah. Right? Because that's the antithesis of the slime. And for you using, since you are an artist, Using that part of your brain will ignite other parts of your brain and put those on fire, and those parts of your brain don't feel fear. So that, since you've got two changes going on at once, business, Mm -hmm. you know, career, and Mm -hmm. body Mm -hmm. weight, the more that you can keep yourself, so before you go to bed at night, this is the place Mm -hmm. I want you to go in your mind. When you wake up in the morning, this is the place I want you to go in your mind. Some people will move it into, you know, you can do meditations and things of that nature too, which can be really beneficial for people, but you, you don't have to if you're not comfortable with that. But having that, that time and tapping into this, what we just talked about, will keep you out of the what if. Okay. Because there's not time for both. But I do want you to do the exercise I talked about at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, because then it gives your prefrontal cortex a place to bleh everything out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when we write fears down, here's the cool thing. Sometimes when we write fears down, I've done this with the clients and I do it with myself because I'm human and I get afraid Mm -hmm. too. And so (laughs) we're all human, right? So when I get in a place of fear and I set my alarm for five minutes and I start writing those what ifs, inevitably at about two minutes, I start to rewrite the same fear. What if, blah, blah, blah. And, then, and then I'm like, I'm writing the same thing down over and over again. Our brain does that. Once it gets written down and you actually read it, the brain can process it and go, okay, she's got it. Okay, now let's move on to the next thing with that. If not, it just keeps circulating in the brain over and over again. And that's how people get stuck in fear. Until you get stuck in the what if. So that's why a lot of times putting it out of your brain and then looking at it allows you to contain it easier. Sounds good. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, share it with a friend. Rate, review, and subscribe. You never know who you'll help become the next overcomer.